Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Anime Lounge Podcast. I'm your host, Matt, alongside my co-host, Lance. As per our tradition, every episode, we start with an adult beverage of choice. Today, we're doing something a little bit different because it's an early morning record time. So we're actually, well, I am going to be doing a mimosa screwdriver mix where I've got some vodka and some champagne in with some orange juice. I'm going to call it Lance's special because that's kind of what he made for me. (laughs) Yeah, I just like spiking it to make it a little bit stronger yeah no no complaints on my end at least <laughs> lance what about you what are you drinking uh i had started earlier with a bloody mary and now i am currently working on a screwdriver and i've got a bud light in reserves yeah because you're almost done with that uh, screwdriver yeah. just like i have a spotted cow to continue with mine because for our listeners i mean it's noon so we're we're getting our day started off right <laughs> yep but lance can you kind of let us know about this episode so today we are covering tomodachi game And I'm going to steal the synopsis right from myanimelist.net. And they say, High school student Yuichi Katagiri cherishes his close friends composed of four classmates. However, when the funds for the upcoming school trip are stolen, the incident causes Shiho and Makoto, who had been tasked with collecting the money, to distance themselves from the rest of their class. Soon after, Yuichi and his friends are deceived into meeting up and knocked unconsciously by an unknown assailant. After waking, the group finds themselves confined into a a white room with controversial figure Manabu, who reveals that one of the five has gathered them together to clear their personal debt of 20 million yen. To pay off that amount, they must participate in a variety of psychological games that will test their true nature of their friendship and humanity. Distressed and isolated from the outside world, Yuichi and his friends need to cooperate to complete the games, but as their concealed feelings and problematic past begin to surface, their seemingly unbreakable bond may soon shatter into irreparable pieces. And again, that was from myanimelist.net. Yeah, that 20 million is a huge one. We do find out the source of the debts. Lance, before we really get into this episode, can you give us that Lance's lessons? Today's Lance's Lessons is going to be the Japanese word for friends, and that is Tomodachi. Stealing this one right from the title. Tomodachi is made up of two different characters, Tomo meaning friend, Dachi meaning plural. So Tomodachi, friends, multiple friends, plural, there we go. And clearly this is a a game where friends have to apparently work together to try to get their debts back down to zero. So While spilling all of their deepest, darkest secrets. Right. So much of their personal past come to light and really brings in the psychological part of this show. Yeah, this uh, this show was absolutely a uh, psychological thriller type of show. Was not expecting it, but after the first episode, I was all in. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was like I started reading the manga right away. Usually I give myself like a couple days break to just kind of breathe for a second before I really get into it again. Because, I mean, when you're just constantly cycling after cycling... You know, you got to give your your mind a little bit of a break. But on this one, I was like, oh, fuck. Okay, I got to know what's going on. (laughs) And I wanted to know everything right away. This show was crazy. 
Mm-hmm. Watching the show gave me vibes of like Death Note and Code Geass, just in terms of like trying to suss out people and yep. tactically figure out everything. Yep. Just in general. Um, was it The Last of Us, that game with all the people? Yeah, that's kind of why I said sus. <laughs> yeah. All, <laughs> all the unfaced people. Same same type of vibes. So I was like, are you sure I did it? No, I think you did it. It's like, no, I didn't do it. You did it. And then just everybody kind of infighting with each other. Mm-hmm. And even if everything points to that person, they're like, but did I do it? And you're like, oh, shit, maybe not. And yeah. just... You just got to get in everyone else's head. Oh, yeah. Because when I... minor things to your advantage if you can. And our main character in this absolutely can play with people's emotions. Uh, Yuichi mm-hmm. just knows how to mind fuck everyone yeah they really tried to give him the personality of like he can just plan two steps ahead of you he's already had a plan in motion before you even had a plan to begin with or and as we find out in the second game where it's like he is able to use process of elimination to bait the traitor into basically displaying themselves Mm -hmm. on who betrayed everyone yeah, I'd, we can. We should probably go in order of these games. Yep, and then well, I'll. Yeah, let's just go in order. Yeah, we can. We can definitely go in order. Ooh, actually, before we do that, let's talk about the debts that okay were taken, so that people are on the same page about the debts between the game and the debts between, or not necessarily the debts, but how much money was taken from the classmates. So for the classmates, for anyone who doesn't remember. Everyone needed, everyone within the class needed to give 70,000 yen to participate in this field trip. Which was like, what, 550 US dollars? Uh, I'm seeing as of as of April 15th, it's $523. Okay. So really close. So, which I think um, was 2 million yen in total for the class. And if you want to do the math, we're talking about 29 students in this class. Participated in this group trip. Yep. Uh, I think they did say it was optional. So, you know, you might have a couple of students that just decided, you know, that 70,000 yen is just too much. I'm not going to do it. I want to get a, I don't know, I just didn't want to participate for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And then you had the 2 million yen for the class, which was taken. And that was a down payment to play the game. Is it what they called it kind of thing? Essentially, yeah. That's what it was used. Yeah, because they said it was non-refundable if they all wanted to quit. Yeah. So that was, or the entry fee, excuse me. That's probably the better way to say it. The entry fee to to play the game. And then one of the individuals had 20 million yen in debt, which was around $150,000 in debt, which we come to find out it is Taiju because of the last Tamadachi game that he got involved in. You mean Tenji? Tenji, excuse It was Tenji because of the last uh, Tomodachi game that he got involved in because of his other friends, which is how he knows about Tomodachi game to begin with. Mm-hmm. And you find out that it is Shibe. His father is also 20 million in yen or something like that. In combination of the two, like between Tenji's debt and Shibe's father, I would no, imagine. No, I'm, I'm thinking just uh, Shibe's father. I thought his Shibe's father was 20 million in yen or 20 million in debt as well oh maybe because they made it sound like one single person had this debt yeah everybody needed to work together so maybe tenji still has his debts and maybe that's why he also kind of started this whole process himself but then we 
found out that Shibe had a much larger debt. Yes. And they're all working together to play for that one. Well, it's Shibe's father, who, because he died, Shibe got basically given said debt. But yes, Tenji had the 20 million uh, debt for the previous Tomodachi game. And try to remember how much Shinji's father had debt. Uh, Shibe, excuse me. Yeah, Shinji's the father's name. Yes. You can say Shinji Shiba. Wait, that's not true because Shiba. It's a Shibe. Shibe. Makoto. After a quick search, I was able to find Makoto's father's total debt, who was given to Makoto, and that was 500 million yen. Okay, so that's a lot more than the 2 million, right? (laughs) Yes, obviously. Uh, If. We wanted to do a quick, that is $3.7 million. Huh. That's a lot of money to owe somebody. <laughs> That's a lot of money for a, uh, what is it, first year high school student? Is that- <laughs> yeah, especially that's going to be dumped on him. <laughs> Sounds like uh, Shibe is not going to be getting out of Tomodachi game for quite a while. Yeah, seriously. Hopefully they can win so all his debt can go away. I don't even think that's how Tomodachi game works either. You could win and still lose money, can't you? Oh, yeah. You can come out with even more debt than you started with. I don't think you're going to win, though. So, you know, I guess I'd, I need to re-listen to that because if you win the game, all of the games, do you still? could you potentially still have debt or do you get your debt erased? Um, Maybe throughout the process, individuals could owe a certain amount of debt, but yeah. maybe the individuals who complete the entire game are debt-free. Okay. So, because we learned that Throughout the game, you can increase and decrease your debts as it goes. Yep. And maybe you don't even have to complete the full game. Maybe you can just magically get debt-free. Yep. But maybe if your debt is as large as Shibe's father's debt, yep. maybe you do have to complete the entire game, and it just gets more and more difficult as things progress. Well, we're noticing that it's getting significantly more difficult as things are progressing, because, I mean... The first game, to be completely honest, is kind of easy. You have to rely on your individual teammates to be selfless. Selfless. Mm-hmm. And then you can pass the game super easy because all they needed to do was get one yes answer for everybody. Mm-hmm. Out of five rounds, everybody just needed to agree once. Yep. That. Uh- that that was going to be the answer. Yeah, so I guess let's talk about the uh, the first game, and that was this coin game that if in majority, not a majority, if... Minority. Well, yeah, we could say that. So the minority wins the game. So if one... Oh, sorry, I said that because according to his rules, the movement of the coin favors the minority vote. Yes. So if uh, unanimous, everybody votes unanimously yes or no, depends, then the coin will move in yes or no. And if one individual of the five votes the opposite of everybody else, it'll move towards that, uh, towards the whatever the minority decides. One thing I just thought of is, well, if couldn't you have just picked something that either A, not everybody knows so that you can make them pick yes because they don't know that it's yes? Oh. Basically so maybe if, trick the individual into saying yes. That would have probably been a better one. Like, So just, let's just say the majority would have assumed the answer would have been no because the only way to win this game is if everyone said yes. Yep. So if the majority of people say no, no, 
Yeah. But it was such a vague or unknown kind of a question that one or two people might just guess yes. Yep. Then the the minority would have been pushed to yes, and they would have won the game. Because the con uh, the end goal to the game was to have one round where the coin landed on yes. Correct. And real quick, the name of the game was Kokiri. Kokiri. Yes, and you know they had that little. Cookery, cookery, yada, yada, yada thing. Yeah. Very spiritual. Well, I was going to say Japanese game-like. Oh, yeah. Like, if you ever watch a video of them doing a Japanese game, it sounds very much like the, Mm -hmm. what you would expect. Yeah. And then you had the, was it a cat with the hands that went up or down? I think it was a cat, cat or a raccoon, some animal, yeah. That's yeah. It. So if it was in unison or unanimous, excuse me, the cat would have its arms up, mm-hmm. and if it was not a unanimous vote, the cat would move its arms down. Unanimous in terms of wherever the minority chose, because wherever the coin landed. Yeah, but I'm talking strictly the cat, because if it, the cat would only have its hands up if everybody had the same vote. Oh, would it? Yep. Oh, I thought it only did that for the yes. Nope. It was just if everybody agreed on the vote. Okay. So maybe if that was the case, then our trick question kind of thing might have... But that wouldn't have mattered because the vote would have still been yes, and that was the only circumstance to pass the game was a a yes vote. Right. Uh, And, well, I kind of want to back up just a little bit further uh, just to kind of talk about these. After we finish... Uh, talking about game one, I kind of want to back up a little bit and just kind of talk about the beginning because I feel like that's important is just knowing about these characters mm-hmm. before we talk about the meat and potatoes of Tomodachi game. So then you find out through the game that the questions are blank, which we didn't know about to begin with when they started the game. Were all of them or just Yuichi's? So all the questions, so the the first four questions are the same, which was um, make your own question, get them to vote yes, essentially game's over, get them to vote no, and you split, you um, cut half your debt. Okay. So the the first three, which are... Was that a manga thing by chance? Because in the anime, they didn't like say that point blank that like the first four did have blank questions. Um, it was only Yuichi's that was the obvious one because we we're following him. So you kind of have to infer it because when the game masters or um, administration administrators is what they call it, they talk about how the question will always look as if it says uh, get them to say yes game is over and then the no is written in ink that when it sees sunlight will eventually go away okay so i am inferring and when uh, tenji talks about his debt he had less debt because of that scenario and you had shiho's debt didn't match with what she was saying so her debt had to have been cut in half for the total debt to equal out right but that still doesn't answer if they made up their question to begin with, though. Uh, it's me inferring it mm-hmm. and going from what I know about the individual debt totals. Okay. So uh, I guess that's a manga thing because they break down the debt totals a little bit more saying uh, Shiho's debt can't be right because if that was the case, then they should be at... 
I think it was like 12.6 million, not 10.6 million. Because she talked about how her debt was actually, was it like 6 million uh, yen after the end of the first um, game? Yeah, because she like accidentally spoke. Because her, she said her noise, they counted it as a, as words. So then it was her speaking. So they doubled her debt and basically the, they kept going on from there. But then if you do the math, they couldn't have been in 10 million dollars, 10 million yen debt with what we know of Yuichi's and Tenji's debts. And that's really like they basically did the math. They're like, okay, you're in this debt. You're in this debt. And the, uh, oh man, uh, who is the game master guy? Manabu. Manabu. Manabu tells them their debt. Like he doesn't lie about their debt. Total debt. They are in 10 million yen debt. So, doing your typical subtraction, you can figure out that Shiho is lying about her debt, which means she did not actually get punished in the first game for her making a noise. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't catch that part. Kind of just took her word for it in the beginning when yep. after he was tying his shoe conversation. And they, they talked about it in the cave that they were in for three days. Right. I will say, uh, because I read it, I might have been either just a little more ingrained, easier to catch, or that was a difference that I just didn't, like, I just assumed sometimes, you know, you just kind of miss out on if you read it beforehand. Mm -hmm. Like, I might have just missed out on them not actually talking about it. But if not, here's your part of your manga mentions, I guess. (laughs) So, yes, Shiho lied about her debt, her total debt, in game one. Okay. So she didn't double, she probably halved it. Yep, she halved it, which means that she had a card that said the same thing. Tenji had a card that said the same thing. And Makoto, let me do we want to call him Makoto or do we want to call him Shibe? Um, the English anime referred to him as Shibe. Okay, let's call him Shibe. Makes it easier, goes with what the dub says. Mm-hmm. And we can continue on from there. So Shibe also card did the same thing because if two out of three did the same thing, I'm going to say all four of them said the same thing, or three out of four said the same thing. Mm-hmm. Which brings into question the fifth one. If you're going to be questioning why wasn't the last one an open ended question, and that was because the moderators very specifically brought up that like if this question was the first question which was are we always going to remain friends if that was the first question to be brought up everyone would have automatically said yes but if it's the last one after being so confusing it would have been uh kokorogi she had the same question she just didn't have the option of going no and sp- uh, having her debt. Like, that's the only difference between the first four and the last one. Oh, really? Yeah. So they're all the same question minus the option at the end. Oh, I thought it was... Uh, I thought that one was very strategically placed there. No. So they, they use that as, as an example... Because then if somebody were to have said that to begin with, then it starts really breaking down the uh, trust between all the friends. So if you were to say that in the beginning, then of course everybody has to say yes, because then it gets suspicious Mm -hmm. instead of just as... Yuichi, I keep want to call him uh, Yorichi, (laughs) Yorichi from Bleach, and that's not the case. It's Yuichi. And just as he had said, where it's like, you know, somebody might have gotten confused or been like, no, this can't be, this has to be a trick. So it makes us less suspicious. 
Mm-hmm. So the the first game was kind of a soft intro. Yeah, kind of a soft. In, I, that's a good, good, very good way to put it because you really see uh, Yuichi's like evil side at the end of the game, mm-hmm. where he's just kind of like, "Fuck it, I don't care. I am gonna do whatever I need to do and want to do." And you get to see his evil side at the towards the end of the game. Right. Yeah, because that's when he starts to really like he puts himself in danger in terms of debt yep but that danger is worth it to reveal like who's the asshole behind everything yeah and he's more like he gets that face where it's like all right try me see what happens right and that's a fun look i like when they kind of do that yes he very menacing that's Mm -hmm. probably a good way to put it so it i really liked just the dark random aspects to yuichi Mm -hmm. right because they want to make they made us feel throughout the series, or at least throughout the season, that he's always having to choose between friends and money. Yep. And we see him bounce back and forth in, yep. in ways, but like in the end, it's always about trying to protect someone as a friend. Yeah, his mother figure person, it's not his mother, right? but just somebody that he deemed worthy of calling a mother was like, hey, I understand that money is important, but friends are the most important thing. Mm-hmm. And whoever that old man is, I can't wait to find out who he is, was like, no, money is the most important thing. Right. So hopefully in season two, we get to kind of get a little bit more background on Yuichi. I don't know. That's going to be a conversation for later. Yep, definitely. But just I'm I'm hoping we get more background on Yuichi because man does he do dark good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, definitely. And one thing, so as I had said earlier, I want to really get back into the beginning of the season because they kind of draw you in and be like, all right, no, these are just kids. There can't be anything uh, evil or just kind of maniacal about these what seemingly normal kids. First year high school students mm-hmm. because like Yuichi has to work extra shifts to be able to afford this 70 thousand yen to go on this class trip mm-hmm. uh you uh shiho her father is a police officer yes probably yes her uh her father is a police uh, they call a policeman police officer uh so very you know strong sense of justice and following the rules everybody's got to follow the rules she is also what the vice president of the class something important i mean she was in charge of everybody's money so she was in charge of everybody's money maybe the treasurer or something maybe um all i remember is that she she was the one handling everybody's money because she was also the one that lost everybody's money mm-hmm. tenji was like the this kind of want to call him a super nerd where he's just it at least looked like it yeah yeah he had he was your typical like I know better than you as I'm pushing up my glasses kind of face. Um, He reminded me a lot of the guy from My Hero Academia. Oh, the fast fast one? Jet legs? Oh, man. Drawing a blank on his name. As soon as I I see it, I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, that's right. Ida. Ida. Yes. Uh, Reminds me a lot of Ida. And also, you know, strong sense of justice. Kind of nothing ever rattles me because I'm so smart. I see everything. Right. At all times. And then you have Shibe, who's your, you know, typical rich kid, where he's like, eh, if I ever have a problem, I'll just throw some money at it and it'll go away. Exactly. And then you have uh, Kokorogi, who's this 
kind of shy, innocent looking individual who I'm, I'm going to refer to her as Uturi. Uturi? Okay. Kokoroge is her last name. Yep. I know they, they do bounce back and forth between calling her her first and her, la- and her family name. Yes. But I know U- Yuichi calls her Uturi. Oh, you know what? Can't even say that. I just, I just personally feel like I've heard Uturi more often than Kokoroge. Well, we can call her uh, Uturi. That's fine. Okay. And so she is the, uh, the shy, shy individual who has a thing for Uturi had a thing for, uh, Yuichi. Uh, without actually ever saying she had a thing for him mm-hmm. until later on when Shiho is like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm actually like you. And then, you know, you get this love triangle thing. So, mm-hmm. uh, but she's just very timid, which makes all of the secrets that come out in game two much more like of a shock. Mm-hmm. Because all these characters, you're like, okay, no, they're just they're just high school students. Like, come on, there's nothing. They don't have anything going on between them. And then you you get these super like, oh god, I can't believe that just happened. Kind of moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all these innocent kids all of a sudden have something shocking behind them. Yep. Um, and so it, they they show did a very good job portraying these students as basically nothing. Nothing's wrong with them. Their friendship is an unbreakable bond, and we find out that that is not the case. No, everyone has their secrets. Yes. So it, it was, the show did a really good job, and I cannot wait to keep going. But let's kind of talk about um, game number two then. Game number two was called Sugoroku. Sugoroku. I had never heard of that game. I'm assuming no. you've never heard of that game. No, I think these are all going to be maybe Japanese games that are probably more familiar in their culture than ours. Yeah, I would uh, probably agree with that. Just to kind of give our listeners a reminder. So basically you kind of What's the point? You you like tell secrets and well, the preface behind the Sugoroku that I was the backbiting that they that I'm seeing right here, but yes, telling secrets to make other people move further in the board game. Yeah, and is that the whole purpose of the game? Like, was that the original purpose of the game? Is kind of um, what I'm trying to get at. Maybe it. From my first impression was it, you just get to find out more about your friends, maybe traditionally in a good way, but in this way, maybe in this game, you know, if you reveal the bad stuff, then you force someone else to move. So it says students prepare one game piece per pair and put it in a start box as a substitute for dice. They play rock, paper, scissors. The winner advances uh, piece five places. And for a paper win, two spaces for a scissors win and one space for a rock win. Basically, it's just kind of a board game. So you just kind of go through it. But instead of playing rock, paper, scissors, you play with secrets. Okay. Which explains why, you know, the if they deem the secret to be more or less worthy or not worthy, but just uh, whoever has the most juicy secret, that individual that got their secret exposed moves the f- most paces and everybody else moves a certain number of other spaces. Mm-hmm. Kind of just a um, a play on the game, which is all it really is. Yeah, and what it really came down to was the winner or loser, however you want to look at it, the one who <laughs> finishes the game first yep. was the one that was going to accumulate all the debt. And yep. you can put all that debt on one maybe person. one individual, yep. or you can continue to work as a team and 
continue to share that debt. And as we find out throughout the series, if they were to have taken it one step by one step, it would have evened out and nothing would have changed. And it would have ultimately just been a big waste of a game. Kind of. If they played by blanks. Right? Yeah, if they, had, blanks. if they had played together without essentially stabbing each other in the back. Mm-hmm. It would have been no, it would have been a wash and they would have moved through onto the next game with a less debt because they said if they win, then their debt gets brought down. I think it's 200,000 yen or something like that, or 2 million yen divided by the five of them or something like that. I don't know if they would have minus anything off the end because. So they winnings and losings would have been a wash, but, but I think they're okay, maybe. So every time they win a game, they get some of their debt eliminated. So that's what happened in uh, the first game is I think it was, we'll say a million yen divided by the five of them. So everybody got 200,000 yen eliminated from their debt and continued on Mm -hmm. their total debt. Because from from what we remember is everybody got the, was it? Yeah, the 20 million yen. And then it was divided by accepting to play the game. The 20 million yen that the one individual had was divided between the five of them and given two. 2 million, 5 million yen total debts between the five of them, 4 million yen. So it was uh, the five of them split that 20 million yen and we're now 4 million yen in debts. So in the first game, they all had 4 million yen Mm -hmm. debt. And then after the game, because the four of the first, the first four that went all got no. And then you had Yuichi who spoke, which was against one of the rules. So he had his, he had his, he had his debt doubled, bringing him back to 4 million yen. And then he got is either 200,000 yen or 400,000 yen. I don't remember exactly what it was erased for winning the game. So we'll just say, um, I think oh, was, that's right. Cause he, he doubled. And then because they won, they basically made him back to zero or like he lost back at the base. Yeah. He debt. lost a little bit of debt mm-hmm. after the win. So be by winning each game, you do lose some debts, right? I think it's 400,000. So I think you, you lose 2 million yen every time you win a game and then you can gain or lose extra depending on the rules of the game. Right. And so because the how the game, the second game worked, if they would have all uh, worked together, then they would have all lost the 400,000 yen on top of without gaining any extra debts during the game. And but uh, as we know, that's not what happened. Uh, a lot of uh, backstabbing, you could say, or at least what it appeared to be backstabbing, spilling of secrets happened i'm kind of curious do you have a secret that was the most like oh my god i couldn't believe that happened or that was a secret moment um the most crazy one was yuturi being a quote-unquote escort yes they call her a prostitute she basically she sold herself to essentially accompanying this older gentleman Mm -hmm. older compared to her because she was in middle school at the time, yeah. Yeah. So, and the only reason why she did that was because she was getting bullied and found out that if she just paid off these people, 
they would be nice to her. Right. So, yeah, that was why that threw me off was because a middle schooler going through all this shit. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's just crazy. Yeah, you had a, it was the first time I had seen a, an episode on Crunchyroll being a trigger warning, I think is what they called it. Oh, yeah, they did trigger warning in the beginning of that episode. That's, yeah, I think that's the first time I've ever seen a warning, too. Yeah, so, uh, I will say uh, there's no visual things. They just make reference to what was about to happen. Nothing mm-hmm. actually happened to her. So... If there's anybody who, you know, skipped the episode because they were afraid they were going to see something, you don't see anything. They just make reference to it. So if you want to go back and actually watch it, you should be okay. Mm-hmm. Now, if you skipped it because of those, you do have a trigger and you can't watch that stuff, just skip it. You're not really missing anything other than she said she sold herself in a manner of she basically allowed this guy to pay her to go on dates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whether it was dinners, karaoke, and then eventually led to pictures. Yeah, cosplay, mm-hmm. uh, pictures, and then... The final straw was touching, so that's when she quit. Yeah, she, he he wanted to touch her, and she didn't want it, and she quit. Mm-hmm. I, I will agree, that was probably my most, like, oh my god, I can't believe that happened. Again, she seems very shy, and it came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. As far as betrayal was concerned, oh man, besides that, the I'm going to go off of things that people didn't come forth with on themselves. So I'm not going to say Yuichi being the one that killed people cuz that would probably be the second most like oh my god, I can't believe that happened. Right. Moments. So I guess the other one, oh man, there was only a handful of betrayals that really happened cuz there were a couple in the beginning and then they all stopped. Yeah, there was wasn't too much more. I mean, we find out that Shibe's father is some scumbag who owes a lot of money, did a lot of bad things. Oh, that's something that I wanted to talk about. If you watch that episode, you see that Yuchiri makes a moment where she's like, wait, I know that guy kind of face. Oh, really? So do you think that it was Shibe's father that hired Yuchiri? Oh, interesting i mean to keep interest very high yeah i would like to see that one come to play i could see that happening so if you watch the episode watch that episode over again when shibe's father is brought to life where he's under all these um scandals yuturi mm-hmm. makes a face where she's like wait a second where it almost looks like she knows who that guy is yeah. without actually because i don't think she knows who his father is right but so, she definitely recognizes him as if maybe he was one of the he was people one of the, that paid her yes uh-huh. so i'm wondering if she was paid by shibe's father to accompany him interesting okay uh, yeah that's i like to see that one there's i'll tell you right now i know nothing um the manga does not be like, oh my God, I can't believe I know him. Like they don't even make a mention that they go hand in hand. But I'm wondering if because the manga is further than the anime, where if the producers might have made a facial feature that kind of foreshadowed the future that we might not ever actually like we'll find out only through the game but obviously shibe's father is dead so we can't like he's not going to say anything right yes i guess we'll see um as far as other people's secrets 
I mean, Yuturi, we already talked about her escorting past. Tenji, he really didn't have much other than he was a year be- or a year ahead of everybody. Yep, he's a year older than everybody. Uh, Shibe, we have the he bathed with his mother until, oh, yeah. oh man, like second year of middle school or something like that. Something old enough, yeah. Yeah, oh, way too old to be bathing with your mother. <laughs> uh, Shiho, I think the only real thing was the uh, she wore men's boxers or something like that. That's what's coming to my mind. That's all I got right now. Uh, well, I guess the other one was Shibe killing somebody. Cause, the lie. Yeah, the lie. It was a lie, but the lie of Shibe killing somebody is going to be the most memorable to me because the other ones were kind of just like, oh, I, mean, I mean, I guess. Mm-hmm. But because it was one, yeah, because the uh, Shiho underwear one, I mean, that kind of threw a wrench in Yuturi's and Shiho's uh, friendship, but it was all for show anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tenji really didn't that he we find out that he did that to himself to kind of quote unquote throw off the sense of him being the traitor and Shibe you got his um bathing with his mother oh and then Yuichi you had the not bathing for like two weeks or whatever it was I think it was just one week but it, still was yeah it was another but that was just moment. him he's I mean let's be honest he's poor so right it, supposedly valid I'm valid. only saying that because of near the end of the season but we'll talk about that later oh we can talk about that and then the other secrets that came out were really minor tenji spilling out that shiho and tenji used to have a relationship in the past yep it's just smaller things like i can't even remember all the other small little things it was so minute yes and yeah i mean that kind of concludes what i remember for all these secrets yeah the i mean the secrets besides the couple like oh my god there weren't really anything too memorable the other thing was where they had to prove their own innocence so in shibe's instance you know he was said that he killed somebody and they were like well i didn't do it he's like well all right prove you didn't kill anybody he's like well i can't Mm -hmm. obviously it's impossible to prove you haven't killed somebody if you haven't killed what are you gonna do show everybody that you've ever known is still alive like that's not and And not even that like not even that will prove because you can just kill a random ass person yeah anybody you've ever been in contact with through not even intentionally coming in contact with somebody it's Mm -hmm. impossible you can't prove that you've never killed somebody right so it it's one of those things where you have to really pay attention to the rules of the game and how you can manipulate them in your own favor Mm -hmm. so to manipulate things in your favor is pretty much how we concluded this game to begin with yep which was you uichi in the final round yep uh getting every Everybody to agree to lie about themselves. Yep. About saying I'm the one what who got us involved in this yep. game. Yep. And there was gonna be hard proof evidence of someone getting everybody involved because of the the administrators will know who got them involved so then they can just be like yep i lied and then the administration they can just well so then when they say hey prove it you just be like well administrator did i do that Mm -hmm. 
Well, no, you didn't. All right. Well, then it was a lie. And every person minus Tenji can say that and be truthful. Right. And then that was going to be the big the big bang to get him to, one, expose himself and get himself further. Yep. But, of course, we knew that that wasn't going to make everybody, like, be less of a loser or save Shiho in the final. Yep. And then he had some, Yuichi had his final awesome plan to expose that he lied earlier. Yep. And then... He, lying about it allows you to jump ahead so the the one of the rules were if you lied your punishment was you got pushed one space past the person who is the furthest forward mm-hmm. so because tenji and yuichi both quote unquote lied yuichi actually did then they got pushed further past Shiho, who was at the very end of the game. Mm-hmm. And that allowed for Yuichi and Tenji to move on to game three. Right. Which Yuichi's plan was eventually to play the game three by himself because he wanted to protect his friends and and tenji knew that game three wasn't going to be playable by yourself that and i think he wanted to make up to yuichi for betraying everybody yeah i can see that too because he wanted uh, to confront and explain himself yeah he basically wanted to give reason as to why he had done what he did Mm -hmm. yep but before we jump on to game three let's just take a quick break Hey, this is Tyler, one of the hosts of RangerCast. On our show, we talk about Power Rangers and other multi-use spandex heroes. We've got news, reviews, interviews. We talk about the comics, the games, the toys, and all things more phenomenal. Find us at Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or check us out at rangercast.net. May the power protect you. And now that we're back from our break, we can get into game three, which is a friendship survival tag kind of thing or capture the flag. What I'm seeing is friendship hide and seek. Friendship hide and seek. That's what it is. Yes, yes. Thank you. Basically, the concept of the game is you're going to have, if this was a full team of five, you would have four seekers and one hider. The hider can't move anywhere Mm -hmm. and the seekers can bring you food that is at the middle of the map. Food and water, excuse me. And you're basically up to your buddies to make sure you don't die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is just an intense game of hide and seek that can last days on days. In- infinite, really. Mm-hmm. So this game was kind of crazy. We do get an another character that is involved in this game that we come to find out is a administrator. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember her name off the top of your head? Yeah, uh, her name was Maria, and watching this made me question some things. Okay. Because when she gets introduced into the actual game, her <laughs> hair is brown, and I was, I was thinking the whole time, I wonder if that's that pink-haired girl. And now that I'm looking at the character sheet, yep. it is 100% the same character. And that's it also adds to when the third game starts, yep. you have... 
Okay, so the smaller pink hair girl disappears, and then we still have that one lady. Her name is Tsukino, yep. who has her hair over her eyes, kind of looking like Tokyo Ghoul. And then <laughs> we get introduced to another administrator who's blonde and who's watching over the other group that we come to find. Yep, our our enemy team. So we see our our girl Tsukino and Blondie like making bets on each other whose team's going to survive, and then Pinky is just gone. Pinky's gone because she's playing the game yes so yes it is the same girl she's just involved right now yeah yeah so it, maria she was there strictly to observe because at the end of game one and the end of game two yuichi kind of showed more of his true self and they're like all right what is going on with this person they called him a monster there oh, yeah, were a couple adjectives to yep really describe his thought process and so they they were very interested in yuichi uh sukuno and maria were both were both very interested in who this person was uh maria was much more intrigued on really getting to know him and sukuno was just kind of like all right i've seen somebody like him he is essentially a terrible person we need to keep an eye on him mm-hmm. yeah, he's, then, he's gonna find loopholes in our game yep. in order to come out on top yep and so the maria's there only in game three to figure out what kind of makes yuichi uh tick mm-hmm. you could say I also think she was there to kind of help more balance the game. Ultimately, that's how it started. Yeah. Was to make things a little bit more fair because two versus five was just going to be too easy for our, the rival team to win. Yep. Uh, group K, I think is what it was. Yes. Group K. Yeah. And actually, in hindsight right now, having Maria part of the team... Mm-hmm. was super cheating because yes. one you progressed through the game with your own group of friends and they were just given a random person yeah which is fine it could have in hindsight also it could have been a good or a bad person yep but we come out on top because yuichi was asshole enough to put her at risk in order <laughs> to come in order to get this win and it's only because she was there yes and also only because she was a she correct the for our listeners if you don't remember basically yuichi and maria were fleeing and yuichi pushed maria off a cliff yeah and that was the only reason why yuichi was able to get away from uh what shinyama i think is what his name was uh, no the k k was k okay yeah he k. was elsewhere uh we had blonde boy who was oganara oganawa yep him and uh chisato yeah N- no was it chisato was it chisato the uh like genius the genius was considered k yes but then okay his brother was also probably you know a close second uh that was Bonri. Oh, the guy with the longer blonde hair was, was with him as well. I'm yeah. not seeing him on this character sheet right now, but I'm just going off of memory. So Chisato was one, and he was the one that was hesitant of women, Yep, but helped... Uh, Onigawara. Onigawara because, essentially, of their friendship. So that is why, because of their friendship, Yuichi was able to get away from, essentially, the two people guarding over them with, to make sure. With food so that yep. he can get back to Tenji safely without being tracked. Yes, and it was, what, 
day three, I think is what it was. Yeah, because yep. three days in the cage yep. before the game even started. Yep. And then they were currently on day three. Yep. Which also brings into question, so Tenji's gone, okay, not not 100%. I was going to say, he's gone six days without food and water. So not, not six, it's three days without water. Most, most importantly, I was going to say, because there was that one bottle of water that they had for three days. Yep. I mean, it's still a tiny amount of water for three days, but it's not like he was completely dehydrated at that point i mean he was weak as hell yes uh hallucinating if i remember right you can make it a good 72 hours without water like without any water oh is that uh give or take your uh, i think it's health and all that other stuff not exerting energy all there there's a lot of criteria that goes involved but i'm pretty sure you can get about 72 hours maybe a little bit extra and plus like you said without using energy he was just sitting in one place Yep. For the exception of locating his hiding spot, that was the only movement he did, really. Yep. Um, and he might have had a little bit of excess water beforehand. Like, maybe. we don't know if they used up that entire bottle of water in that three days. Right. Uh, I think they did, but I'm not 100% sure. But we can also get to the extremes of, like, he could have just been drinking his own pee. Could have. have. survived on that. Um, and we all know that you can go several days without food. I think it's you can go a week maybe two without food. Mm-hmm. Like you can go significantly longer without food than you can without water. Right. And we're talking a couple days. Yeah. Shitty. Sucks. This is going to suck ass, but technically you, you can make it. it. It's not unrealistic. Right. So it, it's possible that this happened the way it did. It just goes more into Yuichi's strategic mind mm-hmm. where he had a plan for everything. Then anytime some minor thing happened, he had a backup to it. As soon as the rules were laid out, he had a plan as to how to win the game. And let's be honest, before the rules were even laid out, uh, as soon as Maria was offered to be a part of the team, he had a plan to use her to win the game. Right. Right, because right from the beginning, his very first question was if it was a female or not. Yep. And because it was, he agreed to the uh, to the deal. Yep. So she was vital to the plan from the beginning. Um, I'll be completely honest, there wasn't a whole lot to game three. Uh, you got more in the cave than anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, you find out that Tenji w- had been betrayed by a group of friends because of Shiho, essentially. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So let's just talk about the, the cave because that's honestly the biggest plot-building deal out of all of this. Yep. The, the hide-and-seek thing was fun. Yep. That was literally just for fun, but we get some actual backstory, some actual storyline from Tenji and Yuichi like, just having bro talk in the cave. Yeah, they were talking for three days. You come to find out that Shiho essentially manipulated... According to Tenji, his two friends into betraying Tenji. Is that kind of what you took it as? I would say more along the lines of falling for her fall in the sense of falling yeah because like their main motivation was to win her over and they use all of their money yep to like buy her attention and to get into debt yeah and so they got themselves into debt and they made it even into a competition like the winner of our comp our future company can be the one that takes shiho's hand yep and then tenji's like what the hell are you talking about i thought we were doing this because you know we're all gonna be we're the best of friends we're the best friends and we're all straight-minded and we know what our goal is and clearly two-thirds of the goal was 
not <laughs> to get some putang yes to get some shiho and then after the friends disappear she makes some suspicious remarks mm, that was very weird yes because she was definitely she definitely like knew something was up yep but at the same time she was also innocent enough to be like oh well i guess if they're not going to be here then i guess you and i can just yep. hang out yeah so she played the part very well and then of course you know after Tenji's father died. Shiho's father made suspicious comments that he could never prove anything of. No, that was different. Um, but it was Shiho's father was there to investigate, and the like the report didn't make sense to what Tenji knew of his father, mm -hmm. is what it was. That's yeah, because the autopsy showed it was a suicide, or I think it was a suicide. I that think. sounds familiar. And Tenji was like, No, my father would never do that. It it made no sense why he just would randomly decide to kill himself this day. Right. And we found out that the death came shortly after Tenji revealed literally everything about Tomodachi game and Shiho to his father. Yep. And then he went to go confront and be like, I'm an adult. I'm going to go take care of the situation. Yeah. He went, Tenji's father went to talk to Shiho's father. And then the next day was dead. Yeah. Yeah, that's what the suspicious thing was. And of course Shiho's father was like, Oh no, it's there was nothing suspicious involved in this. Mm -hmm. And that is what brought the plot to get back at Shiho through Tenji. Essentially revenge was all Tenji was concerned about. Right. Yeah, he just wanted to get his answers and reveal Shiho's true colors. Not that we know for sure her true colors, but yep. we're going off of Tenji's point of view. Correct. And that's why Tenji stole the 2 million yen to get the five of them in Tomodachi game and kind of trap Shiho into revealing her true self. Mm -hmm. So it'll be... That was kind of the biggest thing that happened in like the game. third game. Yeah, because this whole time we were thinking that Tenji's is just a piece of shit yep. for whatever reason. And then we start to see like, oh, there is there is a reason why. Yep. It's I'm, not necessarily money. It's because Revenge for his father. Right. I'm looking forward to seeing more of that. I'm curious to see if Shiho is innocent or not. Right. Because Tenji is making some pretty strong accusations. That's a brilliant phrase. That, that That's great. Because, <laughs> yeah, you start being on Tenji's side after this game, and Yuichi and Tenji, like, they made mention of that in, like, episode, like, 11 or 12. Like, you guys hated each other, and now you're buddy-buddy. What's going on? Yep. And, it, I mean, it makes sense as to why they are friends, because of, if it's true, then... Maybe they got a similar goal at that point? So, be, it, the biggest thing is what I brought earlier about how the math of the money doesn't make sense. I think that was the biggest point on when Yuichi was like, okay, we can't be 10 or we can't, we have to be more than 10 million yen in debt. So Shiho has to be lying mm. because the other two, let's be completely honest, Shibe wouldn't lie about the money. He, he doesn't care about money. He knows he'll get money back for mm. anything that ever happens. And Yuturi is too innocent to lie about the money. So it has to be she, Shiho. So that's what is going on with that one. And then the fact that Tenji didn't just give up right away essentially proved his resolve into getting revenge on Shiho. Right. And that was Yuichi's plot on, yes, making him suffer, making him prove his worth, but at the same time, he needed to dig some dirt up on 
Group K. Yep. In order to find little holes to poke at in order to win. Yes. Yep. Exactly. And then after that, so you get a break and to come when Tenji and Yuichi come back, you find out that Shibe and Shiho are missing mm-hmm. because they come back and all this debt and everything was kind of like, what the fuck happened? You also find out that Shibe's father has been murdered. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting because he wasn't part of the Tamadachi game. Why, why so, was he murdered? So Shibe's father was murdered because of Shibe trying to get the 2 million yen back for the class trip. And I mean, 2 million yen is like 7,500 bucks. So it's mm-hmm. a bunch of money. And he can't get that money from his father without explaining to his father why he needs the money. So then he he spilled Tomodachi game to his father. And that is why his father was killed. Is that a manga thing? Probably. Okay, I was going to say, because I don't remember that at all in the anime. Because all we know is... I'm pretty sure they go over it in the anime, but it's like... It might have been super quick at that point. Like a a 30-second snippet of episode. Yeah, interesting. I mean, it would make more sense, too. Much like Tenji trying to share with his father. Yep. So, they... Because Shibe is explained to the class that, hey, I didn't steal the, or we didn't steal the money. Two million yen is nothing. I'll get it from my father. Mm-hmm. Just give me until tomorrow. And then, of course, tomorrow comes and Shibe couldn't get the money because, again, two million yen is a good amount of money, even for people who are, who have money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that kind of, so then he disappeared and you had Shiho disappearing the next day. Because of, they kind of really didn't go into it. Basically, yeah, I was she, say, was, she just straight up disappeared. She was also being accused of stealing money or stealing the 2 million yen because it was suspicious that she wanted the money in cash instead of as a bank transfer. When was that brought up? Um, It was brought up by that one chick, the short hair blonde or uh, brunette with glasses. They, she brings it up, but it's, it. yeah, it's. It was before when they were doing a flashback when uh, Yuturi was talking about the uh, the dis- them disappearing. Okay, uh, very very uh, minute parts. Uh, so then after uh, that conversation, you have Yuichi telling Yuturi that you know I don't really need you. Get away. Basically, he was trying to distance himself from Yuturi to keep to protect her. That's yeah. all I took that as. That's how I took it too. But of course, you know that backfires because we have the fourth game which we find out is not actually a part of tomodachi game where it oh man what was the game called basically it was if she does something she gets less pain than if you do it yeah i don't think they came up with a real name but whatever the consequence was the male yuichi had to like Three times the payment. Yep. Um, so Yuichi goes to this warehouse and was like, hey, let Yutari go. Because and she got kidnapped. Yep, she gets kidnapped. Come to find out that, you know, nope, not happening. She is a part of this quote-unquote game. And the, let's see, the first one. Was punches. Yep. Punches by some big muscular dude who can mess up a face. Yep. Uh, U3 says no, and Yuichi was like, nope, I'm going to do it. Gets the three punches to the, what is it, one punch to the gut and two punches to the face or something like that. He gets so, punched three times. Yeah, he takes some uh, the he second, takes beating. The second one was Yuturi gets one nail pulled out of her fingernail, which would be miserable. Right. 
or <laughs> imagine that something so simple but yet so yeah, fucking no. painful. No, no, I'm uh, getting just like just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, uh, Yuichi gets three fingernails ripped out, and uh, they did that one really quick. Like they yeah. animated that little scene quick. Like they didn't like for something that wanted to animate pain or anything like that like it was rip 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 it was that's how the manga was too yeah they did not dwell on it it was but it was supposed to be a a fucked up thing so the whole purpose of the the game and manga show slash show is not necessarily like just the grossness of the punishments it's the psychological torture that you're dealing with right but I mean, me as a viewer, I'm thinking like from the movie Saw, where like <laughs> if you're pulling some fingernails, especially three of them, I was expecting like a minute of yelling, torturous things. Uh, no, nope. just you, screams. Yuichi's a he's a tough guy. He's he's got some screws loose. We'll put it that way. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. So he gets his three three nails ripped out, and then the third game was or the third round, or yeah third round excuse me was uh yuteri had to dance around naked for i I don't think they even said how long she just had to dance naked in front of everybody or yuichi had to get stabbed in the hand three times yeah something like that so again i cannot blame yuteri for saying no which he the kidnapper does more psychological tormenting on Yuteri, basically making her feel bad for not being willing to do this stuff, which you can't blame her for not. Right. And Yuichi ends up getting stabbed three times in the hand. Yeah, so in the end, Yuichi ends up taking like all of the punishments. Yep. But at the the last game that happens is actually from Yuichi against this guy, and it's a game of rock, paper, scissors. Mm-hmm. Um, and he mind fucks the kidnapper into thinking that he can only do the three, or excuse me, can only do, was it rock or paper? Yep. And basically the whole premise of the show, or the whole premise of that was to show that Yuichi is smarter and can mind fuck anybody. Right. Because the whole premise of the kidnapper was the only reason why he's the leader is because he was, um, he had guts. He yep. had, he was, he wouldn't, um, essentially betray his fellow comrades. Mm-hmm. And then I think he was smarter than everybody else. Right. So yeah, choosing the wrong weapon to throw out was not being smart. Yep. Um, Betraying his friends by being like, oh, I'm getting all of my fingers chopped off and you're only going to get one mm-hmm. was two. And the third one was he was a coward because he was essentially giving up on his. He would rather have somebody else endure the pain than himself. Right. So that just so by that- one little game, he was able to prove how much of a useless leader this guy was. Exactly. So useless. I don't even remember his name. <laughs> yeah. And it really doesn't, at least as of right now, it doesn't matter. No, I have a feeling it doesn't. It truly doesn't matter at the end of the the day. Right. But we come to find out that the game was not sanctioned by a Tomodachi game and that this gang of individuals just happened to know about Tomodachi game. Do you think that uh, Shiho's father put him up for it? 
put him up to it. Ooh, that's interesting. Because the phrasing that the guy used was the same phrasing that Yuichi used against her father. Which was what? Um, Basically about the, you got to come at me because I've got nothing to live for kind of like I've got nobody that I um that cares about me so you have to attack me instead of attacking my family Okay. So that's why I think it was her father that puts this gang up for the Tomodachi game. Okay. Which would make sense as to, like, it kind of just puts everybody together. It's like, all right, Shiho and her family slash father knows about the game already, and they're using it to manipulate certain things in uh certain things in life sure so i i think it was shiho's father that put this gang up to kidnapping yutari and playing this fake game yeah that could that could be something but then you find out that the tomodachi game administrators arrest essentially everybody in the game everybody in the gang uh for impersonating the tomodachi game Mm -hmm. and oh excuse me i forgot that we didn't even talk about uh Shibe getting accused of killing his father. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> that's going to be a big one, especially what's going to come out of season 2 because He's going to be kind of out of the picture and useless, and they're not going to be able to confront him on a lot of information that needs to get spread. Like, they can't just necessarily work together during these future games. Yep. Um, I will say that leads up to the next game. Which is the cliffhanger, which is going to be the Friend Sin Trial. Yes, the Friend Sin Trial, which will, I'm going to say it right now, it all revolves around uh, Shibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, it's a trial. So now yep. we got to somehow make him become innocent in this and yep. somehow gain a player back so that they can finish off all of the Tomodachi game. And we got to figure out what's going on with Shiho. Like, where is she at right now? Right. Yeah, because this bitch disappeared somewhere. <laughs> yes. But do you want to talk about anything on the fake game four or not really? Nah, we we flushed that out pretty good. Yeah, there's I mean, some there was, smarts in it, so it was fun. There was an, it was more drama filled stuff. Um, you feel bad for Yuichi. You feel bad for uh, Yutari for what she has to deal with. But other than that, there's not a whole lot to it. You just kind of see more menacing uh, Yuichi, and other than that, like it was just kind of good suspenseful visualization, mm-hmm. and that's really about it. Well, the last thing I can throw in is Tenji being a good boy and notifying the higher ups that this was a fake and got everybody yep taken care of to begin with so that's true because tenji knew how to contact them Mm -hmm. so yes that's a it's a very good point thank you other than that you want to speculate what we could expect out of season two yeah um i will talk about what i can without spoiling anything okay (laughs) so we know that there's a couple games left yes and some deaths have to be what we would assume be neutralized so that nobody owes anything in the final and maybe in the end all of our crew will remain friends (laughs) kind of hard to see that right now but this is all about friendship you know tomodachi yes i can't imagine um according to this page i'm on yep we have three more games left oh okay so that's what's going to be season two i would assume Ooh, okay uh maybe or season two kind of plays like two games and then leaves off on a cliffhanger for game three 
Maybe. Maybe. I, I don't Maybe know. There's going to be a... I would... Okay, so I would like to imagine that a nice chunk of season two is going to be on Yuichi's background. Okay. We know uh, he's murdered people. We don't know why. We know he's murdered multiple people mm-hmm. at that. And you're, like you said, we have absolutely no idea what's why. Um, I want to know more about this father figure who's pushing money yep i would like to assume that the murder is coming from something along his half of the could parental be. deal could be it could have been what happened prior to like he had a like a psychological break and killed off his whole family and then just kind of he could have just woken up from this trance and had no idea what was going on kind of like uh dexter where he just kind of woke up in blood oh i never watched that series okay i've watched like bits and pieces here and there but like i got the premise but not like could have anything about it yeah i don't know i'm just kind of grasping at straws at this point i have no idea it'll be interesting to find out more about that uh we obviously have game number four that we have to get through Mm -hmm. don't know how long that's gonna take us i want to know more about shiho like what the fuck is going on with her right is she good and her dad is evil kind of thing or are they both evil i I don't know. It would be very interesting to find out what's going on with all that. Yeah, there's... I mean, the anime is pointing us at she's bad, so let's see if she can redeem herself. Yes, I would agree. And, I mean, Shibe obviously didn't kill his father. Right. So... Not not a chance. How how do they get out of that? Does Tenji get his revenge? Like, there's so many things that need to happen, we want to happen, we want to know about, that I can't... Really can't wait to see what happens. I mean, does Shiho actually like Yuichi? That's another thing. Right. Or is that all just a plot? just to advance and put things in her favor make her seem less incriminating maybe or is that attraction she has for yuichi going to make her slip up somehow Mm, i can see that one more probable or is was this all just a ploy because she knew who yuichi was as in like his past self and she's trying to get to know all the details like what's going on Mm-hmm. So I really can't wait to find out more about this show and this series. Yeah, I agree. I'm I'm interested to see how this concludes. Yeah, it probably one of my more favorite psychological thriller type shows. Mm-hmm. It was very well done. The pace, I really enjoyed the pacing. Like they didn't take too long on any of the games. It was only a few episodes per game. Right. Like if this was extended to a 24 episode kind of thing. Yeah, just be excessive. That'd be t- way too much talking, way too much boring stuff happening so yep putting this into a 12 episode series was definitely the best bet yeah yeah i I agree from what i'm reading there's nothing announced as far as season two is concerned yes so i'm not seeing anything as far as uh confirmation of season two for tomodachi him and hopefully we will get something soon i will say this came out uh 2022 so it's not like it's all that old. Mm-hmm. Last year really isn't that far away. Yeah, I'm really glad that I watched this. I thought this was going to be more similar to some other animes. I'm only going by the thumbnail and the name. So I can't. So I will say I definitely uh, judged a book by 
a book by its cover on this one. What oh, about yeah. you? Well, you, you, you're the one that suggested this one, so I just took your word for it. That <laughs> it was a relatively new anime, yep. so hopefully a lot of people already watched this and they can relate enough. Yep. So I was good with that one, just on face. Yep. Uh, I know you had started, what, you started uh, Squid Game? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so when I started this anime, it made, I had I had not watched Squid Game prior, and Squid Game came out in, like, 21. Yep. So I had always been meaning to watch it, but then the way this game started, this game, this show started, <laughs> um, where everybody had debts and they needed to play games, I'm like, huh, I wonder if this is like Squid Games. Yeah. So after I watched this, I watched Squid Game, and it's really not too much to compare. No. Okay. Squid Games is about a bunch of people who have massive amount of debts that they have to pay off, and the winner at the end gets massively rich. Okay. So, yeah, a bunch of games are played, but in Squid Games, your life is on the line. This one, your friendship is on the line, so... And, well, I mean, people are dying in this one. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. But, yeah, you're, you know, you're in, unlike Squid Games, where you're doing it to eliminate your own debt in Tomodachi game, you're doing it to eliminate your friend's debt, which then turns into your own debt right so you gotta get dragged into it so it's your own personal problem at that point yep exactly the i had thought this was going to be something kind of similar to uh darwin's game Mm -hmm. which actually did come out around the same time not even close completely different uh you and i had already covered darwin's game love darwin's game uh but not the same right not even close so yeah i'm definitely glad i suggested this kind of on a whim i was like yeah this seems interesting I know people have talked about it on uh, online saying it was pretty good. So I was like, ah, let's give it a chance. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But I'm glad I gave it a chance. It was, it's very good. Very well done. Hopefully we'll get a season two. Hopefully. I'd like to imagine so. But I kind of feel like that covers everything as far as the anime for Tomodachi game. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? No, I think we're pretty good on the anime. All right. NANI? <laughs> I will say the manga mentions is going to be insanely short, like less than one page short. (laughs) (laughs) The only real difference between the anime and the manga is Manabu explains the entire game before they get started. So every game that they play, he'll explain all of the rules. Where oh, yeah. it's, okay, because I guess now this brings up one thing that I forgot to mention in game two or game three with hide and seek, where yes, there is no violence that you can portray on someone. Yep. But then like towards the end of the game, it was more focused on you can't put violence on the other team, but you can put violence on your own team. Yeah. So and he he re- makes mentions where it's like you cannot commit uh acts of violence against the other team. Those were essentially his words. Okay. But in the anime, it was you cannot super vague. It was yep. just violence. Yeah. And then when I re-listened to it, I did confirm that it was that vagueness and it wasn't yep. particularly on like given the exception for your own teammates. Yeah, then in like like game two where they talk about they just happen to know the rules about lying mm-hmm. when Matabu is explaining the rules they ask it's like all right so what happens if you lie like that was directly asked by one of the one of them i want to say it was yuchiri she was like all right so what happens if we lie it's like oh well if you lie you have to you get punished by going um one space above the person in who's the furthest forward. Okay. So is that really a big difference? No, but it's something that sticks out after you watch it and read it. You're like, 
okay, well, there's certain rules that it's like, well, how did they know that was a rule? Mm-hmm. But other than that, like, yeah, all right, cool. We didn't get to see all of the instructions getting uh, handed out to us. Cool. Shucks. Right. Like as an anime viewer, I don't really care. Right. To be completely honest, I'm not missing out on anything. So I'm not really all that concerned. And that's, to be completely honest, that's really the only difference between the anime and the manga is that. Um, it followed almost to a T everything that happened in the manga happened in the anime. Yeah. So it was uh, very well done as far as sticking with the manga is concerned. For anybody who wants to continue where season one left off, I would suggest to start on chapter 26. That chapter does go into game number four, the true game number four. But uh, the friend, was it the friend's... Friend hide and seek? No, uh, game number four. So that's a uh, friend... Friend sin trial. Friend sin trial, yes. So the trial for Shibe's innocence, essentially, is what uh, trial or what that game is. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to see more. Hopefully I can continue reading this alongside with the anime. But as of right now, as far as season one is concerned, that's it. That's, like I said, they're not a whole lot. That close. Uh, some minute things, as I had mentioned earlier, where uh, Tenji and Yuichi are talking about the debt, being like, all right, Just X, number X, talk. X plus Y does not equal Z mm-hmm. kind of thing. And they go into that a little bit more. But I mean, that's very minute stuff is the changes between the two. Mm-hmm. So I think they did an amazing job between the manga and the anime. And I can't wait to continue reading. I did continue reading. I will say the chapters are long. We're talking anywhere from 30-ish pages to almost 60 pages per chapter. So significantly longer than a lot of anime are concerned. Mm -hmm. But I guess if that's how you want to stay true to the manga, that's what you got to do, right? Right. So one one thing I forgot to mention was like my favorite LOL moment. Yes. Was when Shibe got discovered about his father in game two and he was like sulking on the ground. Yes. And then Manabu comes up and like takes a selfie of himself with (laughs) Shibe crying in the background. I thought that was pretty funny. Yes. That part part was uh, very funny. Uh, Another funny one was uh manabu was like laying on a, a cot mm-hmm. when they were talking about how he's gonna um be involved and he's like just like nope i'm gonna just lay right here the whole time right so i thought that was very funny but this i definitely enjoyed this show and i can't wait to continue yeah i agree so i think that's gonna conclude today's episode thank you everyone for listening to another episode of the anime lounge podcast we are brought to you by the anime show find them on facebook and instagram they cover a lot of anime news what's coming what everybody's talking about great source of information to follow also if you want some anime merch carry on over to write stuff anime they can also be found on the anime show so go find them there and also in our description so that'll be some easy access also please make sure to give us a like and subscribe to everywhere that you're listening to us on because that helps us a lot and we would like to reach more people and then we'll see you guys next time have a good one
killed off his whole family and then just kind of like woke up in a trance like stake. Mm-hmm. translate trance like state so he could have just woken up from this translate stake fuck 